Failure is constant feedback. And the more feedback you can get on something, the better you're going to be at that thing. Yeah. The better you're going to be able to move through whatever it is you're going through. And the, the better you're going to be able to overcome it. So accept failure as feedback. Accept that there's great things that come out of failure. And accept that there is no success without failure. What's up, everyone? And welcome to Studying Failure. I am your host, John Egan. And my goal is to normalize the conversation of failure. I want to help you realize three things. One, you're not alone in your failures. Two, your failure is not final. And three, your failures do not define you. Each week, I'll bring out some incredible guests that will not only share their failures and their journeys, but will also give extremely practical advice on how to change the way you view your failures, setbacks, and adversity. This week's episode is awesome. As I was able to connect with a couple of personal trainers down in the Miami, Florida area who are doing some incredible things in the fitness and nutrition space. We cover so much in this episode, but some of the highlights, some of my favorite parts of the conversation are how we need to calendar in our success. We also talk about how if nothing changes, then nothing changes. We talk about the value and the importance of letting people fail and how hitting rock bottom can be a good thing for some people. Guys, this episode is seriously so good. So make sure you take a screenshot of the episode and then look down at the show notes below and tag all of us as there is a lot to tag. But man, it is powerful, guys. So again, take a screenshot, let us know you're listening in and then send it over to one friend, letting them know just about how powerful this episode is as well. So without further ado, let's jump into this week's episode with Joshua Evans and Anthony Mendez. What's up, everyone, and welcome to Studying Failure. Today, we're hanging out with the host of the Sweat It Out podcast, Anthony Mendez and Josh Evans. Sweated Out features real-life conversations between Anthony and Josh with fitness industry leaders talking about current workout trends, take-home tips, and business advice from those who know the fitness industry best. Anthony is a top athlete and coach for Puma, specializing in loaded and unloaded movement training, as well as a coach for fitness professionals looking to take their business to the next level. Josh is a strength and conditioning coach specializing in unconventional movement, incorporating methods such as steel mace, kettlebell, and body weight training. They're both all about nourishing the body, the mind, and the soul through movement and nutrition. So fellas, as a former personal trainer and strength and condition my coach, uh, coach myself, anytime I have a chance to connect with people in that space, I love it, man. So I'm, I'm super pumped for today, guys. I appreciate that intro. Yeah, that was awesome. Thank you. Yeah, we're really excited as well. I mean, we were talking, you know, before the podcast started, and I think we could have gone for another hour. (laughs) I'm with you. I think we were the record button. (laughs) (laughs) We were both like, okay, like we should probably hit record now. Yeah, um, so that we can all the time. Oh yeah, we're dropping all these gems, and we're like, wait, wait, wait. wait, Yeah, all right, let's just go. Let's go. (laughs) I love it. Um, Well, so beforehand, like we were talking about how how important failure is to our journey. And it's not something that we should try to avoid. And and I love that you guys both said that. So, I mean, guys, like, I kind of want to even just jump right into it. Like, 
how have how have some of y'all's failures assisted you in your growth and and gotten you to where you guys are now both personally and professionally like why why were those failures so important for you to go through um so i guess to start it off you know um obviously we've gone through many failures hundreds um, thousands yeah exactly you know so over encompassing everything, I can get into detail with so many. There's a, it'll be literally hours. But sure. to just put everything in a nutshell, all these failures that I've gone through, some worse than others, um, just really have identified and created who I am in the sense of the direction I'm taking in my life now. Mm. Of course, the way I would handle failures in back then versus the way I handle failures now more recently completely mm -hmm. different completely different person completely different individual um the way i just go about it the way i approach it is is a complete 360 from what i used to do back then you know back then i used to think failure was that's it you sucked you know sure. you're a loser you yeah know, you're you're stuck in a hole like you know you're an embarrassment you know my confidence will go down, you know, self-esteem, you know, all these things will present itself because that's what I knew. That's mm -hmm. what I was, that's what I would see everybody else do. And that's what I thought was normal. And sure. then I would perceive failure as being this horrible thing, this thing that you can't, you know, do this thing that, you know, you're supposed to avoid at all times. And when, in reality, guys, as you as you go through your life, you go through this process, you start learning, you really self-develop, you dive into other areas of growth, and you really see what failure really is when you start aligning yourself with the right people. And when mm. you align yourself with the right people through their stories, their successes, you know, their chaos, their tribulations, you actually get to see that failure is something of acceptance. Failure is actually... It, it, there's actually a lot of more good that comes out of failure than you thought, you know, and, and I said it on another podcast, but failure is feedback. Yeah. Failure is constant feedback. And the more feedback you can get on something, the better you're going to be at that thing. Yeah. The better you're going to be able to move through whatever it is you're going through and the, the, the better you're going to be able to overcome it. So accept failure as feedback, accept that there, there's great things that come out of failure and accept that there is no success without failure. You know, yes. success wouldn't exist if failure didn't exist. Right. And that's, that's the name of the game, you know? So you need to realize that by honing in on this failure, you'll be able to do amazing things if you use it and apply what you learn from it. Dude, I, I freaking love everything that you just touched on, Anthony. But what really stood out to me, man, was when you talked about aligning with the right people, dude. And why that stood out to me is because that like in order for us to do that we have to set our ego aside and we have to humble ourselves and we have to tell people when we fail like we can't just put on this facade and be like yeah everything's great everything's awesome sure yep i got like even if it's like yep i got let go from job but it's okay no like it's okay to be like man i, I got fired from a job and it sucks it sucks. Like opening yourself up to that, setting your ego aside, that's going to help bring those right people along, man. So I, dude, I haven't heard anybody touch on that before, but I love that you mentioned that, man. Like that is, oh, that's so crucial, dude. Big time, man. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more with, with both of what you guys said, you know, uh, under even understanding your ego and understanding what triggers these moments, I think is, is so crucial as well, you know, and and understanding, you know, along with 
the acceptance of failure, understanding that, like Mendes was saying, that failure really does bring along, you know, a new light to, to shine from. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And seeing it as a light, right? Seeing it as, okay, like a light, you know, you think about it when you're in a dark room, that light helps you get out of that dark room, right? That, that light helps you find the door. So if we can see that failure as that light to unlock that door, to move us into another space, that's what failure is. Failure isn't that dark room where you're stuck. Failure really is that light to help get you out of that dark room, dude. That's, you guys are bringing the heat, man. We're only like five minutes in. What the heck? All day. It's hot down here in Miami. (laughs) It is hot. I was going to say too, man, like people got to realize that you're going to fail a lot more times than you are going to succeed. And that's Mm -hmm. why you are going to truly enjoy those successes when you succeed because you failed so many times. Yeah. You know, and I think that's the beauty of it. So when you do succeed, you can really enjoy that, but also appreciate the failures you went through because you knew without that you weren't going to succeed. Right. You know, you can, there's so many analogies, you know, from the Michael Jordan, how many shots he's missed, how many, you love that one, that that commercial that, what was that commercial? You know, I made this many shots, but I, I mean, I made this many in my career, but actually I missed this many. And it was like more than what he made. Right. You know, I made this many buzzer beaters, but I missed this many buzzer beaters and it was miss more misses than what he made. Mm -hmm. But if it wasn't for that, he wouldn't be the amazing player, the, the world's greatest basketball player, you know, in history, if it wasn't for those failures. Yeah. And it just goes to show you that to be the best, to be the greatest, you have to go through a lot of Right. A lot of it. More than why, other people. Why, why do you guys think, so like we know those things. We hear those things about Michael Jordan, right? Um, we hear those things, like we know it. But then we almost, we almost put him up on a pedestal and be like, well, it's Michael Jordan. Of course, he's going to have that mindset, right? Like, or Steve Jobs got let, you know, being let go from Apple, like, and then coming back and crushing it. Well, of course he was able to get over that. It's Steve Jobs. Like, why do you guys think we put people like that on a pedestal, almost then putting us down below and being like, well, there's no way I can get through this, man. Like there's, or like, why, why do we do that? Because that's so easy. Like, why do you guys think we put those people up on a pedestal and, and think that we ourselves, yeah. Again? they already see them. They already saw them. They already, right. they already saw the success they would do. They would watch them. They were in being entertained by them. They saw the, the amazing things we're doing. And then people were just like, well, you know, he got lucky or, you know what, that was for him. That wasn't for me. And that's yeah. why he was able and to do it. I think, I think too, especially nowadays, right. Where all we do is see the, you know, yep. quote unquote successes people have, right. right. Which yeah. are for the most part, especially when you talk about social media, which is, where we get a lot of our information from now, mm-hmm. it's, it's very, very curated, right? Like dialed into a T so that if you're using the social media platforms, right, which a lot of these high profile people are, uh, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're using it to draw the audience in. They're using it to sell things, right? Or get sure. people on their side. So they really, you know, dial it in, as I was saying, you know, into, you know, what you, they think that you want instead of what you really should see, which is their, their daily life. Yeah. Right. And well, it's like, um, I was talking with someone a while back about, you know, it's like, we're living in the sports center day and age where when you watch sports center at night and they're running through all the games, they're I miss showing, sports center, by the way, I miss, uh, I miss like the old school sports center, you know, 6 dude, PM. 
old school sports center with like Stuart Scott and those guys, man, where they actually talked and like gave you legitimate highlights and talk sports, man. Mm-hmm. That was a good stuff, dude. That was a good stuff. Like now, like they'll have like literally five second clips, like a basketball game. They'll have, they'll show like two guys scoring. And it's like, no, I want yeah. like, give me more I highlights mean, than that, bring, man. Bring back yep. Mike, Mike Tarico into the studio. <sighs> Yeah, that's uh that's good sports center days. Um, but it's like we're living in this sports center day where we do only see just like a 10 second and it's a highlight. Like they're not showing the 25 turnovers that that a you know a basketball team is committing. They're showing the five dunks that they might yeah. have. Or the and OBJ one-handed catch. Yeah, dude. And then mm-hmm. that's and then that's what everybody wants to try to do and, and compare themselves to. So yeah. I mean, yeah, even you know, and I, I, this just popped in my head. You and I were talking about our, our strength coach days uh, mm-hmm. before the podcast started. And, you know, people, I wake up super early. I'm up 4.30 every single day, no matter what, even on the weekends, just, sure. you know, my internal clock. And a lot of people, a lot of like young coaches will ask me, well, like, it must be, you know, it must be so easy for you to wake up so early. I'm like, mm, well, one, definitely not. Every day is, you know, a struggle. <laughs> yeah. Two, I had a lot of days where, you know, when I was interning and I was running my own teams and starting to get a, a lot more, you know, responsibility within the weight room mm-hmm. where I, I miss those sessions, you know, those 5.30 a.m. men's golf sessions. And yeah. I got, you know, my butt reamed out as I should have. Right. You know, but people don't nowadays people are like, oh, it's so easy for you. It's like, no, I just understand what's at stake and who I'm letting down when I don't show up to these things, when I don't show up to my client sessions, when I don't show up to my team workouts, if I was to miss a podcast with him, yeah, you know, I'm not letting myself down. I'm letting him down, letting my client down, letting the team down. And, and you know, that sucks more than anything. Yeah. You know? So you, you learn, as we were all saying, like you learn from these lessons, yep. mm-hmm. you know, and you, and you, my whole thing is like, it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to fail, you know, yep. but, make that mistake one time and then don't ever let it happen again. Exactly. Right. Right. Apply what you learned. Yeah. And, and, and I, I heard, I heard once was like, you know, if you fail or if you make a mistake once, like it's a mistake, but then if you make it again, like that's a choice. Right. And yep. right. Like, don't, don't make that choice. Problem, <laughs> right. you, brought, problem you brought them to yourself and going into that, you know, I, I don't know if you've experienced it recently, but it's like going into social media, like something that I, I just don't understand. And, I, and I'm just like, it's so crazy. But it's like now you have to even be careful what you write. Yeah. And, ca- and your captions. Like I wrote, a, I wrote a thing about the other day about, you know, your failures and why most people are, un- are unhappy. Versus, oh, but Mendez, oh, you're being mean. And not even that, dude. It was crazy because it, it was, I, would, I put the top reason why you're probably unhappy. And then okay. I was talking about like diving into those reasons and then going into like ways to actually get out of that. And yeah. then I even put that, you know, most people are unhappy and it's because of this and diving into that, dude, I remember when I was just like, okay, cool. Let me try to promote this. And I was like, are you serious? Like Instagram, are you serious right now? Like, oh, you know, some of the stuff you wrote is very sensitive. Oh, I jeep hurt, that. Hurt people's feelings. And, wow. you know, that is not your place. And literally, we'll say that it's not your place to, you know, um, say things that aren't necessarily true. Someone told you that or, or no, this Instagram? was Instagram. Wow. It, really? In, in other little, in kind of those words, but practically that. And I was yeah. like, dude, are you serious? Yeah. I was like, this is what we're getting to? Like, this is what we're getting to. You well, know, and that's a problem. Let me let me ask you because you you know you talk to quite a few people, 
specifically about failure and, and yeah. the acceptance of failure. And I'm, I'm sure you, you know, you talk with people just in general uh, that, that listen to your podcast and everything. Mm-hmm. What are the things, what are the excuses that you hear from people on like why they don't face their failures, why they don't, why they aren't even accepting yeah. or, or willing to accept, you know, the fact that they are failing. They just kind of either make some BS excuse for it or they brush it off as like, well, it's just another part of my life. Sure. What do, where do you where where do you stand with that? Because it's their fault. Yeah, I mean, well, one, like you just said, Mendez, about like you're const- like pushing it on someone else, right? Where they're like they're not taking acceptance for themselves, and they're saying, "Oh, it's that other person's fault," or "That other, it's my spouse, or it's my business partner, or whatever it might be." So that's one. I usually um, blame Mendez. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then. I, th- I think another reason um, and something else that I've, that I've seen quite a bit um, would be like uh, people just don't like, people just don't like being uncomfortable. Yeah. hundred percent. And so they don't really even chase it. Right. Like they, they don't want to push themselves to where they're uncomfortable. And so they don't really then even put themselves in positions to fail. It's like, like when I have all these ideas, Josh gets so uncomfortable. Oh my God. Yeah. Cause I know how much planning goes into it. I'm like, okay, I'm the one that has to dial this all into something that makes sense for all of us. And you're like, okay, man, but by the way, I also have 14 more ideas that we need to figure out too. I'm like, perfect. He's like, and again, Josh and go. Oh man. No, I'm trying, he's not, his sentence isn't even finished and I'm already, I'm already through step seven. Nice. You know, I, I can read his mind at this point. That's We've why been it works, right? So that's, why, that's why we make it happen. That's um, right. That's right. That's awesome, man. But I mean, that, that you know, even what you were saying, like having that support system around you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like being able to rely on other people, even if they do fail, like, you know, we're not perfect. I, I get mad at him sometimes. He gets mad at me a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know, that's okay. Like we're going to make right. mistakes. Right. I've, you know, I've messed up some podcast videos before. It is what it is. Like you, mm-hmm. you learn, you move forward, you implement systems or techniques or, you know, ideas that help solve those problems. And you rely on other people who you can trust. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think relying on other people you can trust. Um, but it, so it, it got me thinking. Um, so like, like you, you just said, Josh, about, you know, like you just, you just, you just push through it, right? You just push mm-hmm. through it. So like, how, how do you guys push through it? Like that, that little voice comes in our head, right. And saying, just, just stop, right. You're going to fail or dude, you're like, you're not meant to be in this position, right? This isn't you. And so then that, that right there is then when most people say, you know what, you're right. This isn't me. I'm just going to fail this. It's, it's going to flop anyway. And so then they don't even try because that little voice you know, disparages them from trying. So how do you guys, once you hear that voice say, you know what, nah, I'm just going to keep going. I'm, I'm just going to try. How do you guys kind of push through that voice? I mean, I think this is where we really, you know, we kind of differ here a little bit, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, and he'll kind of tell you with his, his own stuff. He's just crazy. He's just a go get like, (laughs) he's a savage. He's an absolute savage. I'm not again, right. Like I can read his thoughts by the time I get halfway through my sentence, he's already done 15 things that I needed him to do. You know what I mean, he's <laughs> nice. just one of those people that's yeah. like, okay, I'm going to do this. Perfect. Hammer it out right, right then and there. And I don't care if it's perfect or not. 
you know, and I'm, I'm more the person who's like, okay, perfect. I got to do this. So let me figure out the most efficient way to do it. I'm a, a little more methodical with it. Sure. Um, but at the end of the day, like if I have to do something, I mean, he's been getting on me. I'm, I'm launching a new coaching program and he's been nice. getting on me about trying to make some sales. And at the end of the day, like if I have to DM a bunch of people, I just have to suck it up and do it. doesn't matter. Do like, it. Sure. You know, one of our good friends, Brian Mazza says all the time, like if, if nothing changes, nothing changes. I love that. Right? So you have to take action. Yeah. Or you're going to be exactly where you are a month from now. And the, you're going to have to do it anyway, if, mm-hmm. if you want to get to that goal eventually. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, like, you know, understand that in that process of just doing it, you're going to fail and just do it again. And you're yeah. going to fail and keep doing it again because you're going to fail. And as you keep doing that, you're going to get a yes. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get a, oh, wow, this feels good. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. This, this is the result. Oh, wow. I didn't think this was going to happen. And then you're going to fail again. And that's something else. And then the same thing's going to happen. And you got to understand that, you know, you will get the yeses as long as you keep putting in the reps and the work at whatever it is you do, you know, but yeah. you have to go through those moments. If your cup is not p- overfilling and pouring out in failures, then I don't know what you're doing. You Ooh, know, I like that. Yeah, it should be, you yeah. know, it should be because that means it's telling me that you haven't experienced enough. You haven't gone out, gone out there and actually risked yourself to, you know, take opportunities and try them out or try something new or put yourself in the unknown. You know, if, you're, if your cup isn't pouring out in failure. So allow your cup to pour out in failures and then understand that, you know, from these failures that are pouring out, okay, what do I do now? How can I apply these things the right way so I don't make the mistakes over and over again and now it's a choice yeah like you said earlier now it's a choice that i'm making because now when that happens then that's on you then that's that means that you just don't care that means that you're just okay i'm stuck right here and i'm gonna stay stuck and you're accepting that and then that's gonna be regret well you know you know it's interesting too and i want to get your take on this on honestly because you know you you probably know about it uh from a, a broader perspective than we do it's interesting to see what people are, are willing to accept failure in and what areas of their life they're not. Because, you know, with, with us, we clash back and forth with us all the time. Certain things like I'm, I'm very much a perfectionist in a lot of, a lot of ways. And it does, you know, hold me back at times, but sure. all, all part, part of the process. But in other areas where I'm not a perfectionist, I'm willing just to, you know, go for it. He's like, no, 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 we gotta, we gotta change this. So it's, it's always funny to me, like see the different areas of people, uh, people's lives where, they're willing to accept failure and learn from it in other areas where like they, they allow it to like, you know, put them into paralysis through analysis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. And that's something that I really hadn't thought about of like maybe in the, you know, uh, in someone's like health and nutrition, right. They might, they might give themselves more grace there to fail in that area. But when it comes to either reading or when it comes to, um, writing or whatever it might be, that's where they hold themselves at a really, really high standard. And I, I, I do wonder if it's like, if it's just, you know, what people prioritize. Right. But the interesting thing is that how you do anything is how you do everything. Yep. And, and I, I think that's what people need to understand. I mean, myself included, right? Like I get, you know, I, I get, I get caught up in, in those where I'm like, you know, lowering the bar on, on one side of things, whereas the other side, I'm, I'm really high on the bar, but man, over time, like that high bar will just start to slip and start to slip and start to slip. And so, yeah, I think, I think helping people understand that 
man, how you do anything is how you do everything, right? Yeah. Like if, if you don't hold yourself to a high standard around nutrition, like you're not going to hold yourself to a high standard when it comes to work or when it comes mm -hmm. to business or whatever, you know, yeah. whatever else it might be. Well, I think too, is that two people too often take on too many tasks, right? Which give them a lot of easy outs and excuses yeah. for, for why it's okay to fail, right? So like you mentioned nutrition, you know, if someone's trying to lose weight, let's say they want to lose 20 pounds, they'll be like, okay, well, I need to take, you know, this fish oil and I need to take this protein and well, this protein at this time of the day. And then, you know, I need to be taking this multivitamin and I need to be working out 12 hours a day. And I need to be doing this. like, no, you know what you need <laughs> to do? You need to walk, you need to drink more water and you need to eat a salad every day. So, yeah. you know, if you start there, simple, you'll be off to a great start, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. work on these smaller habits, right? Minimize them. And a part of that, even throughout people's normal day, right, is, is being able to say no more yeah, often. Like right. feeling comfortable. You were saying like be comfortable being uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to tell people no, mm -hmm. you know, but you mm -hmm. need to be comfortable telling people no more often than you say yes, yep. or you're going to be giving way too much of your time and your attention and your energy into things that don't really matter to you. Right. 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 Which give you a lot of escape, like, well, oh, well, I had to go help, you know, Jillian, or I had to, you know, go do this thing with Matt. It's like, no, you didn't. You know, you chose to do that instead of the thing that you needed to do, yep. mm -hmm. you know, which gave you an easy out for why you didn't get to where you wanted to go because, oh, I'm too busy. No, you didn't oh, yeah. make time. Exactly. Exactly. You know, you didn't make time for the things that are, that are actually important to help you get to where you need to be. And it's funny, too, because I think it's just like, it's one of those things where I find it's like, what extreme are you on? you need to minimize that extreme, you know? Okay. So it's like, you're going to get on the flip side. You're going to get that person who says no to everything. Sure. You know, I love that. I love being that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go somewhere? No. Nah. nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then you see those people who say no to everything. And sometimes they do miss out on opportunities, mm -hmm. you know, cause then they miss out on the things that they, sh they knew they should have done. Sure. You know, and that sometimes doesn't come around again. Sure. Or, you know, they miss out on. Yeah. You, you definitely know, have to pick your spots. Does, does that all come from just like, um, from be, from people just spending time with themselves, you think, and becoming very self-aware and identifying what success is for them? Or like, how do you, how do you, how do you guys think people can then identify that for themselves? Cause like they, like you can't just wait for the moment, right? When someone asks you, Hey, do you want to go do this? Oh yeah. Or no. Right. Like you have to know beforehand. So like, is it, people becoming more self-aware and just spending more time with themselves? Is it people defining what success means to them? Is it a kind of mix of everything or what, what do you guys think it is? I mean, I think it's a, a multitude of things. One, you know, understanding what your goals are and being really, really dialed into those, those goals, you know, have them be, Mendes puts it great, you know, making them bulletproof, you know, aligning that with a bulletproof mindset to keep you uh, aligned with those goals. Right. And then, yeah being able to take that and put that into smaller tasks throughout the day, you know, and, and understanding that if your, your non-negotiable morals and values align with your goals and they align with your mindset, then it makes it a lot easier to make those decisions, whether it, it's a yes or a no, does it, does it answer these few questions that you have? Right. Sure. Yeah. And if it does great, then you can move forward with it and, and see where, where the journey goes. And if it doesn't, then you need to move, move on away from that because it's going to take up too much of your time. Then mm. I think Good too, name. like, I think you got to sit back to, and then, you know, understand like who you are, see yourself 
honestly who you are as a person and, and build some clarity and see where, where maybe some of the issues are stemming from, you know, okay. see where are these problems coming from? Why, why are you always saying no? Why are you always saying yes? What is, what is the thing that drives you to do that on a reaction? You know, and figure that out and kind of go backwards, you know, and realize like, well, me saying yes all the time is hurting me. I'm aware of that. But why am I always saying yes? Finding the root of it. Finding the root right. of it. Same sure. thing with no. Me saying no every single time is hurting me. Why am I saying no all the time like this on the fly? Mm-hmm. Let me go back and, and go back there and dig deep. Most of the time it has to do with bad experiences, past experiences, traumas, um, you know, all these things that, you know, have happened in, in possibly in our childhood coming up as we got older and now they're embedded with us, whether it was with our family, you know, parents, friendships, relationships, some, you know, something traumatic you went through, but something or, or a few things are causing you to do that instantly without even thinking of it. So sure. how can we actually go back there and dig deeper into finding the root cause of why you might be responding or acting like this? Mm, that's good, dude. That's good. Um, do you guys have anything in your life right now that, that you're scared or you're afraid of doing like a thousand percent because you're afraid of failure, because you're afraid to fail? Like, is there anything that you're like, uh, I don't know if I necessarily want to go full fledged at this because what if I do fail at this? Right. What if I don't hit my goals? Do you guys have anything you're going through right now? You want to pick me apart on this one? You know exactly where I'm going to go. You want to dial it in? You you probably be a little more critical of me than I would. Go for it. Go ahead. You're not going to hurt my feelings, girl. Do it. Well, you're doing some of it now. Some, a little you, you bit. You are. You have improved. A little bit. Come on, coach me up. Let's All go. Right. You got to make those connections every day. I hate selling myself. Every single day. I hate it. You know the strength. You, well, as a strength coach, right? Like, yeah. Think about think about how my life was for the first six years of my career. The athletes would come into the gym. Mm-hmm. They'd be jabbering, would doing their thing. I blew one whistle. It all stopped. Yeah. Right. Right. I run them through what they need to do. It's dead silent, other than like maybe a little little boosty playing uh, yeah. on the speakers. Yeah. And then they leave. And then the next group comes in and I, I do the whole thing over again. I'm in total control. There's no real sound. I mean, other than the communications with the coach, but then again, it's, it's coming from more of a place of respect of like, okay, well, we both have this goal in mind of getting to the championship or winning this many games or, or doing these things. Yep. So let's, let's get here together because the school's paying me, the school's paying you. But when you're working on your own, when you're owning your own business, it doesn't work like that. Not like if I'm all. trying to sell you on my new 12 week coaching program, like, I'm selling you on me and what I really believe in. Right. You know, yeah. and I know I really believe in it. I know I'm capable of it, but there's still that disconnect sometimes where you're like, you know, is this going to work for the person? Yeah. You know, is this going to be what they really need? Are they going to love it? Like, are they going to see the results they want? Are they going to recommend voices. to other people? Oh, all yeah. those voices all in your head. Yeah. Limiting beliefs. Right. Right. So, and that's why from the beginning, the moment I say, the moment you get on a call, you can't go into saying, I know it's going to close because it doesn't matter who it is. There's always objections. Mm-hmm. So you need to understand that there's going to be objections. The moment you get into that call, you got to understand when I get to the end and they hear about my, they hear my whole thing. Everything sounds great. Hit them with a the price. I guarantee you 99% of the time, there's going to be an objection. 
Yeah. But from the moment you start that call, you got to put in your head, I'm going to handle their objections. Mm-hmm. Well, and if you can go into that, the way that you're going to go about it is much easier because if you tell yourself in the moment, no, I know I'm, I know. And look, confidence is great. We need confidence. And I'm not telling you not to be calm. I'm telling you be confident, but yeah. be confident that you're going to handle their objections so well that you know that if you handle and coach them through the call so well, that that's why you're going to be able to provide the solution to them. I love it. Well, and, and that's the whole lot. It's like, that's the whole mindset. It's not just this positivity, like, Oh, it's going to go great. And I'm going to do this. It's like, no, like they're going to object to something. Something is, something is going to go off the rails. Right. And it's just, it's being confident that when it does go off the rails, you're going to be able to handle it. Right. And I I think a lot of that just comes down to like one, your preparation as the coach. Yeah. Or as the salesman, like, did you really do your homework? Do you really know what you're talking about? Do you really believe in what you're talking about? Yeah. Is it something that you practice yourself? Mm-hmm. You know, or is it something that you've seen work in other people time and time again? Sure. And then from there, like your ability to communicate and, and mold these these framework of ideas to the actual individual that you're speaking to, right? Because everyone's different. Mendez and I have very, very different goals. Mm-hmm. But we both kind of need to do very similar things in order to get to where we want to go. Sure. But the communication to both of us has to be different. You know, he has a, a, a little baby girl at home. I don't. You know, he has a girlfriend. I'm single. You know, I live in a very different area of Miami than he does. Uh-huh. So the way that you need to talk to us and the things that we're going to enjoy outside of work are, are two opposite ends of the spectrum. Sure. You know, so... How is that going to work out? Like if you were trying to sell me and you were trying to sell him and it, you, it went the same exact way, mm-hmm. well, you're going to probably miss out on one, if not both of us. Right. You know, so really tailoring it to the person that you're speaking to is a, is a huge component in that, I think. So now right. that you know that, you're, I'm expecting three sales next week. Oh, you got it, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm, I got to be checking on vacation. <laughs> I want to be checking in, man, and being like, all right, dude, where are you at? Hey, you looking for a workout program? No, okay. <laughs> You got one right here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but no, dude, man, dude, I, I feel that, man. I remember when I was personal training, like, I mean, you just have to find a way, dude. So I remember going yeah. into grocery stores and just like walking up down the aisles and just starting conversations with people. And yeah, like everybody about whole foods before. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. There was a whole foods right down the street from our uh, training place. And dude, I was there all the time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, we, we got our, we got our, you know, start in, in, general population personal training with a, a very, very heavy sales oriented company, Equinox, True. right? Like it was on from day one, it was on us Numbers. to go get the leads, to yeah. go make the sales, to do the assessments, to continue, you know, yeah. reoccurring packages. Hit certain levels. And it's not easy, you know, especially here in Miami people there, you know, it's a, it's a relatively fitness friendly place. There's a lot of quote unquote healthy people uh-huh. who could still use a lot of work, but aren't willing to, as you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, right? Kind of check their ego at the door and understand like, okay, I could use someone. Coaches could use coaches. People could use coaches, right? Yeah. So down here, even, even worse, you know, we talk about it all the time. Like if you can make it down here, you can make as a, as yeah. like a personal training, you, you know, like high level, you can make it anywhere. You know, you could go to New York, charge $400 a session, Ooh. go to LA 300 you know, you, it's, it's it, not easy. It's here. a grind. Sure. You know? So, so getting comfortable being uncomfortable and having these difficult conversations with people, you know, like, no, I'm not going to lower my training price because some guy on the beach 
charges $40 an hour. Right. That's not what I'm about. Well, you know, I think, okay, then maybe that's who you need to go be with. Yeah. Sure. You know, you're, you're maybe not the person I need to be working with. Mm-hmm. That's okay too. Mm-hmm. You know, so being uncomfortable. And you got to let them experience that failure with that other coach. Right. That, and then you come back you and pay for what you get and then double you the price. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you said something, Mendez, you said letting, letting that person experience the failure. Right. And like, obviously we said that and kind of in jest, but at the same time, it kind of struck a chord with me of, of letting people fail. Yep. Mm-hmm. Fall flat on your face. Let yeah. them fall flat on their face all the time. I'm telling you like more and more I see it where it's like, People keep going through their ways, doing their things. And it's that sense, like, if you keep helping them, if you keep, you know, guiding, if you keep putting, you know, attention to it and you keep providing for them, yeah, eventually. you're going to keep being like that. But yeah. if you don't and you stop that, they're going to fall flat on their face. And now what? Mm-hmm. You know, and I've had so many, you know, even within my family where, you know, I've seen it, you know, like, you know, family members providing for other family members. And it's just like, well, if you keep doing that, that's why they keep being like that. That's why they keep doing the same thing. That's why they don't grow. That's why they don't stop because they're being provided by you because you keep providing them. Are you telling me you're going to stop paying my rent, dude? Come on. (laughs) He's been, he's been pushing me. I've been pushing him. I'm trying, I'm trying to get him to help, you know, pay for a couple of things here and there. You know, I I could use a trip to Mykonos soon, man. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that sounds pretty nice to me too. That sounds awesome, man. (laughs) Uh, that's so awesome it's, it's, it's just one of those things where it's just like you gotta let these people fall flat on their face so they realize oh now what yeah some people have to hit rock bottom though yep. you know to be able to really see like i need to make a, a big time change like i cannot again right we go back to those non-negotiables like i cannot allow my health to take a back seat to other areas of my life that aren't as important going to dinner, going to parties, you know, we see it all down here. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure. Hmm. Well guys, I've got a lot, a uh, couple last questions for you. Um, man, I, I, we're ready. We're warm. I, I we're sweating now. <laughs> <laughs> um, how do you guys, and I'd love to hear from each of you, how do you guys personally define success and failure? Because it is so different for each person. How do you guys define it? Shoot, Josh. Oh, damn. You're going to make me go first. I'm not <laughs> first. I went first on the opener. And, you know, this is like the one area of my life I think I'm more of like, I'm more like the family-oriented person and you're more like the career-oriented. For me, you know, coming from a, a really uh, low-income background, you know, single-parent home, my mom worked many jobs. For me, it's just making sure that, you know, if I ever do have kids in the future or I do want to pass along a legacy to someone like they have a better opportunity than I did and that mm-hmm. I, I work hard enough so that I have a better opportunity than my parents did. And then my grandparents did. Yeah. You know, so just continuing, continuing to make progress in the long haul, you know, mm-hmm. because I like that regardless of whether I'm on this planet or not, someone is going to be passing along my legacy and I want that person or, you know, even people in, in my community, you know, I want them to have a better opportunity 10, 15, 20, 25 years down the road because of some of the things that I've done. Yeah. You know, in the future. Yeah. It's bigger than just yourself. Yeah. 100%. I love that. That's good. And then I got to say, for me, you know, honestly, failure and success is, is everlasting. It's always going to be there in your okay. life. Um, it's one of those things that you got to know 
it's going to be present at all times. It's going to happen multiple times throughout your life in different scenarios and different ways. And you just got to be ready for it, accept it, embrace it and love it. And for me, you know, it's, 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 you got to realize and, and, and ask yourself, what are, what does success mean for me and what mm -hmm. areas of my life do I need to be successful to be happy in? And everybody's can be different. You know, some people's, they might have financial success as number one and family success as number two. You know, some people might be, Hey, I'm more spiritually. I want to be more spiritually successful. And yeah. then finances is number three, you know, so find what, what in your life represents success. What does success mean for you? Everybody's right. different. Right. When you can find that, you got to make sure you go after that because if you do love it so much, you want to be the most successful in those areas that you can every single time. And, and, and let me tell you, that can change throughout your life. Those successes gonna may change. change and there's going nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. And then on top of that, of knowing that, you know, those things are going to change, knowing that those things might be, uh, might move around, you know, be accepting of it and don't let other people's inhibit on that change of yours. Don't let other people, you know, distract you from your new, you know, ways of looking at success and what you want to obtain now and move forward into your life. Um, mm -hmm. Because it's easy to allow that to happen. You know, for me, you know, there's different stages where my success changes, where I've, I thought it was more this. And then, you know, after having my child, now I see it more as this, you know, for me, you know, my most, my wise, I want to make sure that, you know, as much as, yeah, I want to hit these numbers and I want to impact the world and I want to do this, but it all stems to the deepest rooted thing. And for me is I want to be able to give my child the, 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 the opportunities I never had growing up. I wanted yeah. to experience the things I never had. I wanted right. experiencing and have fun. And, and this doesn't mean that I'm going to spoil her. Mm -hmm. What this means is just, I want to make, I want her to realize that there's so much more in life and I want to show her the world. I want to do all these things that, you know, by having a certain level of success in my life, I can give that to her. Yeah. Um, and where, you know, maybe family success wasn't as big before. Now it is. Yeah. You know, and whatever it is successful for you, you need to prioritize that in your schedule. So if family success is for you, then you need to understand you need to make time for your family. Because if that is a definition of success, you need to block out a time in your calendar and be intentional with it. And don't even put work in that. Don't even pay attention to your work. Yeah. Am I the best of it? And no, I'm not the best, but I, I do my best to be better every day at that. And it is important for me. So I block out a chunk and I'm like, you know what? I got to say, you know, I can't take a call. And, I've, and I, there's even time with Josh. I'm like, hey, brother, I'm feeding the oh, baby I tell him right to cut now. out all the time. You know, yeah. Or, you know, hey, can I call you later? Because I'm with the baby right now. I'm with this. Mm -hmm. you and know, I'm and, very needy. And those, <laughs> and those are the important things that people need to realize that if you can calendar in your successful goals, what you want to succeed at, if you can calendar, calendar that in, even if it's a little bit every day, yeah. you're working towards the successes that you want to accomplish in your life. <sighs> and that's what's most important is just putting a little bit every day. Okay. You want to be successful at this job, at this business you're building. Okay. What do I need to do every day for that success to happen? Mm -hmm. You want to be successful with your family? How much family time do I need to put every day to make that success happen? You know, I want to be successful spiritually. Well, how much time do I have to put every day to be able to be more in tune with myself spiritually, whatever it is that you believe in is, is a spiritual healing or a spiritual success for you. Do that and make time for those successes that you have every single day for the record though your daughter does love to facetime with me though. yes she does say it's awesome <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude one calendar it i love that dude but two 
man, I'm, I'm right there with you, man, when it comes to like family. Cause I've, <clears throat> I've got a four-year-old daughter and then I've got a son who was just born four weeks ago. Congrats. And Congratulations, man. Thanks, man. Uh, How's your wife like, doing? Uh, she's doing great. She's awesome. doing great. I mean, Amazing. obviously, um, Send our wishes old, to her as well. I will, man. I, I appreciate that a lot. Um, obviously four weeks old, so, you know, sleeping, right. Isn't much. Um, <laughs> but, but we're, 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 we're getting through it. Um, no, but like before my daughter was born, I was like, all right, like I want to be, I want to be the best trainer. I want to be the best mother basketball skills coach. I want to be this like boom, boom, boom. And then all of a sudden she was born and it's like, whoa, like that all kind of gets put on the back burner. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I, and then that's where your success changes. Like your definition of success changes right then and there. And that's okay. Like it is okay that your success changes. And I think, again, I think that's what people need to realize too, is that like, it's okay that your success changes in at different levels, different stories in, in, in your story. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You have to, you know, you have to be firm in your beliefs, but flexible in your plan. Yeah. That's exactly. good. And then um, the next thing I would say is, um, you know, for all you, um, male coaches out there. Um, just remember one thing, um, all this stuff that you're learning, don't try to apply it on your wife. It won't work. Uh, no, definitely not. That's why I'm divorced. I think that's why I'm divorced. <laughs> so don't try to be the coach of your wife and try no. to explain her all these things because it will backfire. Oh my God. <laughs> the biggest fights, work. the biggest fights of my marriage. Hi, what do you mean that you can't just do this body weight squat? Like, what do you mean? Hi, just stand. What do you, you're, you can't, don't fall down. Don't, don't cry either. You know, <laughs> just let them fail. Yeah. Let them fall flat. Yeah. Don't try to be a coach. So Hire life. them a coach. Hire <laughs> them yeah. a coach. Man, dude, I remember when I was personal training, like I had just got into personal training. And I'm like, hey, you know what? Like, you know, I'm going to take it home. Right. And I'm going to, oh, and I'm going to help my wife. Dude, <laughs> awful. awful. And so then was, I finally learned, I was like, you know what? I'll just be here. And I'll just let her do her thing. Yeah. If she asks me for advice, I will yeah. gladly I had, give it. I had eight packs at Barry's boot camp on a reoccurring payment and even for careful, years. And for even years. Be careful asking for when she asks for advice because sometimes I give the advice. Oh no, doing no, something completely no. different. Oh, I'm like, why the hell did you I'm gonna ask for no? Me? That's gonna make me too big. Okay, I don't have a master's degree in exercise science or anything. You're right. You're right. You're right. Nailed it. <laughs> oh that's so true and yeah male male personal trainers out there like take that and heed that advice oh, like that's number if one they like, ever <laughs> ask you run run away go work more but hire them a coach happy call wife. call, call happy josh wife, happy call life. josh call me. i'll yeah, take care of them i'll take care of them. no problem happy wife happy life that's right <laughs> that's right um do you guys have any uh any books or podcasts that you guys would recommend on the, on the, like the personal development, personal growth, self, uh, I don't really like the term self-help, but like in that space that you guys would recommend. Uh, there's a couple people uh, I look to. Uh, one person is, is Michael Hyatt. He's got a couple different books out. Uh, one's on how to, you know, build really smart goals. Uh, he has another one on, you know, communication within, if you own a business within your team and how to hire the right people. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's super important to, uh, you know, just, just going out there and, and, you know, my advice would be just go out there and, and listen to a bunch of different people, you know, listen to what, what I really like to do and what I recommend people do is like, listen to, to other podcasts, you know, and if you like what they get their guests, if their guests are, our authors are talking about, then get their book and learn more about them. Yeah. Like really yeah. dive deep, you know, right. but podcasts, one of the things I love about podcasting so much is that you can 
really get a, a relatively good insight into what someone's belief structure belief structure is over you know a 45 minute hour long podcast mm-hmm. and then if it does really intrigue all oh, they brought up a, a couple of good points i like the way that they think about that then buy their products and and use them and really hone in on on why they use that to be successful yeah, yeah. and i, I like think that. too like you know guys make sure like when you find like you have there's so many resources out there's just and there's a lot of good ones you know there's a lot of bad but there's a lot of good ones don't get overwhelmed by even the amount of good ones that there are there looking for those answers you know oh my god i have to listen to all these podcasts i have oh, to yeah. read all these books i have to <laughs> that's oh a good god, point this yeah, coach point. oh my god but this coach is great too who do i follow yeah. guys follow the one that aligns with you the most mm-hmm. the one that hit yeah. home run for you the one that was like damn yeah. Holy, that was great. <clears throat> Damn, that really hit me. The one that does that for you, stick to that one. Mm. And Please. be consistent. Be, be consistent. consistent. Yeah. And all the other ones, doesn't mean that you might not work with them later, might not go to them later, but for now, don't even look at them. Don't even do anything with them. Stick to the one that is going to work for you now, the one you feel most aligned. Because, guys, for you to be consistent and make it work, you got to be focused and honed in on that one first. Mm-hmm. And you can continue to grow. And if later on you come across another one, they hit you again, mm-hmm. you can focus on that one. But when you start going through too many at a time and you're like, oh my God, there's so many good things. What do I do? I don't even know which ones to start with. How do I mix them up? You're going to get confused and you're going to get overwhelmed. And then guess what? You're not going to want to do it. So find the one that you want to do, the one you want to work with, the one you want to listen to or read and stick to that one first until you finish it. Yeah. yeah, I got a I got a great analogy actually to that point. I saw this post by Pete Dupuy. You know who he is? He's like the business side of of Eric Cressy's sport performance. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. Um, and he he said, you know, there's two types of coaches, right? There's the travel agent who knows just enough to be dangerous on 15 plus training philosophy, smashes them all together on a superficial level, and then there's a tour guide, right? Which is I think what Mendes was was referring to is, you know, a subject matter expert you know, thirsty for complementary knowledge that aligns with scope of practice, you know, so try to be that tour guide, try to, try to be someone that is a master on, on one or two philosophies, and then that can find other things that complement those philosophies or that philosophy. Yeah. Better to more optimal levels so that you can help the specific type of people that you're trying to work with. Right. Yep. Yep. That's good, man. Be the tour guide. Um, well guys, before before one final question, I just want to say I appreciate you guys and, and what you guys are doing in the space that you're in, in the fitness space. Um, man, just like nourishing the mind, the body, and the soul. And like you guys said earlier, like not trying to do everything all at once in the fitness space, like just going out for a walk and eating a salad one time a day. Like just start it there. Doesn't- doesn't have to be difficult. You know, you right. can make it difficult, yep. but it does not have to be difficult. Yep. Nothing yep. in life has to be difficult. The decisions and actions that you make and take are what's going to make them easy or make life difficult. Unless you have Josh next to you. Uh, then everything's difficult. <laughs> 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 that's, that, that's when things get tough. <laughs> um, I love it, man. Well, seriously, guys, thank you. I, I, I love what you guys are doing down there. I mean, it's, it's, it's really, really cool. Um, so final question is for, for both of you guys, you get 60 seconds to look straight into a camera, look straight into a phone and you get to give advice on, on, uh, 
on success and failure. And it gets sent directly to people's phones, no matter what their language is, no matter where they're located, it gets sent directly to their phones. And we all know that as soon as that phone buzzes or dings, we're looking at it, right? We, we immediately pick it up. So what's that wisdom? What's that advice that you guys are sharing on success and failure? So I'll say, I guess in a way these can tie in, but I would say what I can leave you guys off with is every single day, do something that's uncomfortable, whether it's small, medium, or big. Do that one uncomfortable thing that you know has been behind your head, you know, nitpicking at you, knowing that this can move you forward, knowing that this can be good for you, knowing that it can serve you mm -hmm. and you're scared to do it. Do that one uncomfortable thing every day. And I promise you that your confidence, your success, your consistency, your feeling good, your energy will continue to grow. Yeah. If you do something uncomfortable every day, that's where success is going to happen. Mm -hmm. That's where you're going to be able to as well experience failure. And that's where you're going to experience realization of the beauty between the both. Yeah. So be uncomfortable. Don't be scared to be uncomfortable and understand through uncomfortability comes failure and success. Yeah. Both together. Love it. Love it. Damn, I got to follow that up. <laughs> <laughs> That's tough, dude. <laughs> yeah, he always, you know, he always takes my spotlight, man. It's, I'm sick of it over here. Just be Josh. He's yeah. Failure and success. Yeah, right you know, just a bunch of chaos in a house of, of cards. Um, my piece of advice, I would say, is, again, right, and this, people always hear this statement, you know, uh, wow, now I'm drawing a blank. But the whole the whole point is, you know, your life is not going to change if you don't take action. Okay. Period. Mm -hmm. Period. Yep. It's okay to be afraid. It's okay to fail. It's okay to have success. It's okay to be happy about the success, and it's okay to be afraid of the failure. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, though, if you want your life to change, nobody is more adapted to make that change in your life than you. Mm. No one is more capable of making those, those decisions than you are. Mm -hmm. Be confident in your ability to make the right choices for you and to be able to tell people what exactly it is you want from them and what it is exactly you will give to them in return. Mm -hmm. Be confident in all those things make decisions that you feel in the be in in that specific time are the right move for you to move forward in your life mm -hmm. not for the reasons that you think other people might want right sure. make make the decision for you sure. that's best for your life sure. every single time that gave me goosebumps man a little bit like like giving people the okay to fail like it's okay to be scared of failure it's okay to even be like it's okay to even praise your success like giving yeah. people the okay man that's you, that's awesome, you have to dude. be your you have to be your best hype man or hype woman all day yeah guys this was so Ooh. awesome man i appreciate you guys I, again like we talked about before i feel like we could just even talk like just just keep talking like for the whole afternoon yeah. um but we do have to get some stuff done. So, um, guys, I, I appreciate it so much. This was awesome. Uh, yeah, thank, thank you for having us so on. We appreciate it as well. Absolutely. Ah, oh, that episode was so good. 
I love what Josh and Anthony are doing individually, but then I also love their podcast, the Sweat It Out podcast. Man, guys, it is so good. It is filled with fitness and nutrition advice, but also things that tie into daily life as well and improving yourself. It's just all around really good. So make sure you subscribe to their podcast and then make sure you're following both of them on Instagram as well. But man, that episode was so good. I love how in the beginning we were just talking about the importance of failure and how when you really see what failure is, it's just feedback. And I love how Anthony said, the more feedback you get, the more you're going to be able to overcome what you're going through. What an incredible mindset. What an incredible lens on failure. I loved in the end when we were talking about calendaring in your success. And that's, I know, something for me that I don't do well enough, but something that I definitely want to start doing is calendaring in my success in my podcast as a dad, as a husband, and just normal daily life. So guys, if you enjoyed this episode, if you got something from it, send it over to one friend to let them know just how powerful this episode was. And then make sure you head over to Apple Podcasts or on Spotify and hit that subscribe button as each week we have some incredible guests with some incredible wisdom and insight on how to turn your failures into success. So guys, until next time, I wanna leave you with three thoughts. One, remember that failure is feedback. Two, starting today, I want you to calendar in your success And three, starting today as well, I want you to intentionally put yourself outside of your comfort zone. By doing this, you will not only become more resilient, but you will also start to shift your lens on failure.